Review cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight, we return once again to Icker Falls for Rasulka. So, this one is another submitted story for Icker Falls. Um, as far as I know, again, um, as with the submitted stories, um, Authorship is a little hard to pin down because, again, it was posted by admin and there was no real credit given to a specific person. So if there's somebody out there who who did Rasulka and is listening to this, please let us know. (laughs) And don't lie. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) I mean, it's the the internet and I'm going to do the honor system when I shouldn't, but... (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, let's 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 go into the rundown for Rasulka, um, or at least my my attempt at a rundown. So, do none of the stories on Icker Falls like none of them have credit at all? I have had a couple, um, only because they end up some of them have ended up gotten posted at like creepypost.wiki, and they will credit like they have they have gotten the proper credit to the person. So. Hmm. But yeah, for some reason, like yeah, like unfortunately, unless it's posted specifically by a person on the on the submitted site, it's usually posted by the admin. And I'm not yeah. sure if that's the original person that's been submitting it. Maybe maybe admin, um, like I think I think one of the admins was Tim or Tom or something like that for one of the previous stories. So like maybe that's just who's been posting it. But like again, there's no actual name. So hmm. fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, back to the rundown. So, Victor, a man recently having troubles in his relationship with his girlfriend Mary, or his wife Mary, based on the uh, the absence of a ring on his finger, um, is working out in Eker Falls as IT services um, for this new Elysium group and also the Sweetbrook Hospital. Um, he started. He's starting to. Uh, uh, he's staring into the mists, uh, seeing the lights of Sweetbrook Hospital across the way from his offices. Uh, Mary works there, at the at the hospital, um, and so he's not having a really good day. Um, he decides to take his mind off things by doing some survey work with it with the help of his fellow employee Ramir. Um, they need to survey the grounds of a local abandoned asylum with a shady history. Amaranth Mental Hospital. Um, the company they work for, the, like I said, the new Galicium Group, wants to renovate the building. Uh, when Ramir and Victor venture into the structure, which is horribly derelict and like graffiti-ridden, um, and very little signal, like uh, like Wi-Fi signal and such, um. They come upon racist meth head vagrants. Uh, Ramir is killed in the confrontation, and Victor flees into the foggy forests of the Stillwood that surround the site, uh, the meth heads in pursuit. He finds an old munitions hut and hides inside of it, waiting out 
the pursuers. Uh, when he thinks the coast is clear, he decides to head out. However, he when he goes to leave, he trips on some chains and hits the ground and blacks out. It's then that he has a dream where he is a lumberjack on the Ohio River, floating timber to a mill. Slipping into the, wa- into the cold, dark water, he sinks and finds many bodies listing at the bottom of the river, including Ramir. Uh, Mary is also there, but she appears vibrant, alive, and naked. Uh, she goes to him and embraces him, and that's when he wakes up from the dream and finds the, uh, finds the chains and, and untangles them from his foot and continues his, his uh, escape. As he continues to flee, the druggies now are they are on ATVs and they're wielding guns. Um, and they catch up to him as he runs toward the creeks in the woods. Uh, he is shot and falls into the water. The druggies dismounting their vehicles uh, are laughing at him. However, Victor begins getting up and laughing too, dabbing his wound uh, and oddly like saying that they missed. Um, he is shot squarely in the chest again <laughs> uh, and, and gets blown back, uh, but is still laughing. Um, as the druggies near him, converging on him, uh, a large black bubble froths out of the water near, uh, near the, uh, the group and pops, revealing Mary? It's then revealed that this area is Mary's domain as she appears to be a supernatural creature and Victor knew about it. The story ends with a metaphor about there always being a bigger fish in the pond. Um, and that's th- that's the story. <laughs> so I think I covered most of it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, what was that noise you just made there, Mikey? It's not like you were just like, you're sleeping and you just made a random noise like... Meh. <laughs> yeah, the, the the he he was like uh, it's that uh, that was uh, that nose bubble popped. <laughs> it's like ah, uh. yeah. But now you know all the beats. Okay, cool. Um, so with that, then um, we shall move on to <clears throat> everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions at this point. Uh, and That's I've a got extra oomph in that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a, I've got a hand, a, a fair amount, and uh, some of them are, some of them are a little gray area, but like I'm going to include them anyway. Um, so just, so just bear with me on the grammar position here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to start with this one here. Uh, some nurse left a senator's STD screen out in the break room one too many times. So screen had like three E's in it <laughs> in that sentence. So yes. just a simple typo just needs two E's, not three. And screen is good. <laughs> um, passes the screening test. Uh, but I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> um, on to Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, for a moment, the screen illuminated Jenny stilled my wood in Stillwood in blue. So I, I like the description that we're getting of graffiti. Like I like I like that we're actually getting like the transcription of what the graffiti is saying on the walls. It kind of gives this place a sense of character. And and honestly, I can visualize this kind of urban decay and graffiti like ridden like ruin. I just I just wish the story would use quote marks <laughs> on these these little bits of like transcript of, of what the, the graffiti is saying, because for a moment the screen illuminated 
and then quote mark Jenny stilled my wood in the still wood, uh, and then uh, end quote mark in blue would be so much more helpful. <laughs> it, it uses yeah. italicized. Oh, does it? Okay. <laughs> does it? Yeah, yeah I, okay, no, I, it I will does, say it does not. <laughs> oh my god, I, it does. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, like, I have an excuse, kind of, because I pulled this onto a Google Doc, and it doesn't save the 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 uh, the formatting all the time. Fuck, I hate italics. <laughs> italics are, yeah, they are pretty much the worst. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm beginning to move to your side there, gamer. Yeah, <laughs> italics are the are the worst. <laughs> the worst type of like uh, font formatting mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> okay so gotcha. they do actually so so in the actual story like as as it is uh, on the um uh in the in the actual document it, it, it like on the website it, it does have italics there okay that yes the the letters would... have a three percent angle to the right yeah, yeah. so if you catch like, that you... good <laughs> Yeah, or like even if they were bolded, it would be better because bolding like actually like makes it look more like it's some kind of graffiti piece or like a signage. Yeah, literally every other thing <laughs> you could do with the letters is better. Bolding, all caps, underline, all that shit is better than italics. I I now know what we need to have as a new T-shirt for for Redbubble. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I fucking hate italics, and then just have italics italics. And it's like, yeah, it has ga- to be said in italics as well. <laughs> yeah, and then the gamer, like the gamer in yellow, like like the little like thing at the bottom. It's like, and then that's just bolded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of speaking of of uh, the English language is terrible. Here's another one. Um, they turned into. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. Okay. Okay. They turned into a stairwell following the yellow spotlights. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking hate the English language. They turned into a stairwell <laughs> following the the yellow spotlight. Guys, we have wear stairs. Oh, hot damn. <laughs> okay, so seriously though, like I was going to fix That's this. That's why sentence. there's random stairwells out in the forest. It's yes! people trying to blend in. <laughs> they're stair, they're secretly wear stairs. That's why you don't climb up them. They eat you. Yeah. My oh. god, we've we've solved it. Finally. I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally writing down some notes for uh for for a horror game. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's no worse than Twisted, the novel about uh, where roller coasters. Okay, it's a little worse than that, honestly. A little, a little bit, yeah. It's it's no we- it's no weirder. Mm-hmm. But I, I digress. Um, yeah, I think if I was to fix the sentence, it would be like they they turn towards the stairwell. Also, Cobble. stairwell is one word. Yeah, yeah, that's also weird. Yeah, it's it's stairwell. It's a well of stairs. They t- turn toward the well of stairs. They turn into a stair, comma, well, well. following <laughs> the yellow spotlights. Yeah. Well is misspelled. It's supposed to be while. While, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this just to prove that, like, English is hard. <laughs> and multiversatile, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. But I- I'll move on to the next one, which is a paragraph. <laughs> Uh, one eye following the light the other on their instruments MacGyver in green seriously spelled in wrong to boot Victor's stomach collapsed 
he wanted to turn and run just to flee this building that blossomed after an awkward puberty into the Amaranth Sanitarium in 1927. Closed in 51, they say the doctor lobotomized the lot of them for the hell of it and chucked their bodies out the back. Not all of them from the hospital days, of course. They say that about any old asylum. Okay, so first off, I've got some things to address. Oh no, he's got a black hole in his guts. He's imploding. Because <laughs> of the... <laughs> Victor's stomach collapsed. It just like, just crumples in on itself. Sorry, yeah, that's, just, that's, just, that's just the imagery that was invoked from that um, to be critically silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for real, I think this there needs to be some more clarifying like word here added or something like just even like a single word to kind of fix part of this that like i was getting like he's nervous suddenly but it doesn't strictly say why and even counters it with the end like with a rationale like i think if for some reason it was bugging me like how like he suddenly was like nervous he wanted to run from this place and then just started going into exposition (laughs) and then explains why he's nervous I know. I just. I, this. This. This might just be a nitpick for me, but I feel like it should have had like, just flee this wretched building that blossomed after an awkward puberty into the Amaranth uh, Sanitarium. Like for some reason, I just like it, it. Sort of bugged me that this like like, just the, the uh, the way the story was like just the way it progressed. I don't know. Um, my question is, why did you bring up? Like, one eye following the light, the other on the instruments, MacGyver and Green, seriously, I spelt it wrong. Why'd you bother reading that? I don't know. It has nothing know. to do with I, what you're questioning. Why did I add that? Why did I add that? Oh, no, because, like, he was, um, because, like, he was getting, he was going, they were going into the building, and then he starts, like, getting, like, nervous and fearful, and then we get exposition about the place, and then he rationalizes that he shouldn't be nervous. So it just feels like there should have been a little bit more oomph, like, or emphasis, I think. Um, on why he was nervous, or like, and and he does technically say it, but I don't know. Uh, when I was reading it, I was like just thinking myself, it's like, why is he suddenly nervous? Like, or like this suddenly just came upon. Like, well, I don't know. It was just kind of bugging me. I don't know. Just like the deeper he got into it, the more he's remembering all the weird shit that's there. And yeah, there's no and, 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 there's no and, like, rationalization about like, oh no, it's fine. Like it's no, all. No, no. It's rationalization about his fear. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he's rationalizing about his fear. Like, of course, they say that about all, about any old asylum, like, that has, like, a dark history and stuff like that. Um, And maybe maybe it is fine. I'm just, like, for some reason, when I read it, I, like, it, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And, like, I, I just feel like it, I don't know, there's something off about it. Or the way it was, like, presenting the facts. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just move on. <laughs> it was it was just maybe it's just me. <laughs> so from the sounds of it, you just wish that there was something. You know you know when this more... would have um, been a better time for his stomach to collapse when he tripped on the grave outside because that would have triggered the memories of oh yeah. right a whole bunch of people died here. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just yeah, randomly yeah. reading MacGyver, it's like oh god, MacGyver. <laughs> oh god, yeah, exactly. That's exactly like like and like he's yeah. like yeah, he's commenting. He's like MacGyver. It's even spelled wrong. Seriously, like why is this? Here? Then all of a sudden he's like, Ugh. oh god, <laughs> all this history is suddenly just weighing down on me. And like that's that's the reason. Like like why is he suddenly just like recalling the this world this this, this place's history like from MacGyver in green? 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like maybe I, that, I think that. I think that, no. Well, I I had I didn't really know why it was rubbing. Me. Like that's why I wanted this conversation. It was like yeah. So okay, yeah. That that's that. It just I think that's the and there's something about this this story that I've noticed is that it sort of just goes from scene to scene sometimes without a seg a proper segue. Yep. Or like without a proper transition or like a proper like like connection between things. Mm-hmm. Um, like it doesn't happen all the time, and it's it's sort of it's a small thing, but it just kind of bugged me a couple of times in the story. Um, but I will I will continue on. Um, and this is also going to be another nitpicky thing, apparently, because I literally have it in my notes. A bit nitpicky, but <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, <clears throat> an age beaten hand scratched a stub a stubbly face. In this light, the man's rotted teeth looked like they were filed to points. Please, please, please just be a trick of the light. So my nitpick here is I honestly just felt like it should have been please, please, please just be a trick of the light, comma, Victor thought. Like, I just need that last bit, like, Victor thought. Because he he does this a couple of times where he's, like, thinking in the story. And it's just left into the sentence without any kind of, like, without, like, without that mentioned. And, like... I'm 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 surprised I'm the one saying this because usually I would be the defender of like read between the lines, but I, I still italicized stuff. Is it? Yeah, God damn it! God damn it! Okay, well I didn't I, notice it was italicized until you're bringing it up. Yeah, like making me reread the sentence. But yeah, it's italicized. See? So like, okay, we're on we're on we're on anti-italicized. Like, yeah, it's the word italicized. <laughs> I almost said screw the Italians. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Italo- the italics would only work if they're also used in conjunction with something that actually pops. Yes, exactly. Like, uh, God damn it, Itali- italics! Why do you why do you mm-hmm. suck so much? Okay, yeah. So, and this is also like showing me for for not reading the story like directly from the website. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been like probably the like umpteenth millionth time this has happened, where you copy it over and you miss details because they're on the website and not on your copy. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's so much easier when I can just post it on my Google doc and then like pull all pull notes from it and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to change it. <laughs> I'm not going to change my formatting. That's fine. And also, again, it just points out that italics suck because <laughs> you do. didn't notice it <laughs> when you read it. Nope. <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I stand by my co- my comment. There should be a Victor thought like notation there, regardless. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll I guess, on. but like all of the stuff that isn't in quotes is like thoughts and descriptions of what's going on. Okay, there, there's observations, and then there's personal thoughts that are also mingling in. And again, in the story, it's it's italicized, but fuck italics. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um. The meth skeleton shook his head. He made the motion of flicking a tear from his yellow eye. Ain't it just a fucking crying shame? What has the world come to? Our boys go off to die, but we still got the enemy right here in the falls. I suppose the retired navy pl- or <clears throat> I suppose the retired navy plates on my truck don't mean a goddamn thing to you, Victor said. And I'm actually going to keep my mistake where like my my cadence changed at the end at the beginning there because first off okay first thing before we go on meth skeleton is a great if morbid descriptor of a meth addict <laughs> it is fantastic it, it shows because it, it, exactly like what happens to their body when uh, when they uh, when they 
had meth too much is that like they start like basically becoming skin and bones um and like sunken in and such like that secondly though like my big thing here is that i actually really think there should be um like that that part at the end there like victor said should be at the beginning um and maybe even a little bit like more flourished like victor piped in defiantly i suppose the retired navy plates on my truck don't mean a goddamn thing like just to kind of prove like just kind of like cuz when i read this first first time when i read this i read the first quote and then i thought it was the other meth head talking <laughs> and then i realized it was victor talking <laughs> at the ver- at the very end i was like oh that's victor saying that okay <laughs> so yeah okay good <laughs> i was like i was like are you guys like just being silent I was like Wait, what is he talking about <laughs> or but it, it does this all the time that's my problem <laughs> is that mm. it, it or, or do you mean in other stories? I mean, like, well, in this story specifically, yeah. Um, it never leads with who's talking, and I, and I think, especially, like, and I, I'm, it wouldn't have a problem with it if we didn't, like, for some reason, this one caught me specifically because it was like I, I started like talking, I started reading it as if it was one of the meth heads talking in the second dialogue, and then realized it was Victor, and so I just feel like that Victor said should be at the beginning of the sentence. Or the beginning of the dialogue, just to kind of break up the two dialogues. Yeah, like I did get lost a little bit because, like, for example, the a little bit before it says, um, uh, "Ramirez, like, look, my family's from India. I was born in America." Blah 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 blah. Then right after yeah. that, it, it jumps down and says, "Then my baby mama lost her phone job," which I'm assuming is the guy continuing what he was saying before in regards yeah. to. Um, I bet you don't even have a green card. Like this is. But that's what the other vagrant said, and then yeah. this one is one of them, either the meth skeleton or the vagrant, and then it um, goes down again to a mini paragraph of of uh, someone saying it. But is it the same person that said the previous one? Because there's no name there's on no, it, you know. Yeah, there's like, four people talking. Yeah, like when it's just back and forth, you can kind of get away with it without putting names in. But when there's four people, you can get yeah. lost. Yeah, with, with yep. two people it's fine, but with like multiple people it sort of starts getting lost in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. So, long story short, I agree with you. Okay. It should lead with the names and be a little bit more flowery with stuff instead of just Victor said. Yes. Yeah, because I mean like it's it seems like Victor is like defending his his friend there too. So like, mm. yeah. Um but I will I'll move on. Um he swaggered towards Ramir, the light flashed silver on he cleaver he kept clutched. Um, okay, I, just, I, I, I fixed the sentence so that it, it, it reads better. <laughs> um, he swaggered towards Ramir, comma, the light flashed silver off the cleaver he clutched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess even a little bit more, a little bit more clarification, since uh, like since it's not Cle- uh, so it's not Ramir holding the cleaver, <laughs> uh, maybe have like the uh, like he swaggered towards Ramir, comma the light flash silver off the cleaver, the 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 vagrant or the meth head clutched. I'm pretty sure before that it already said he was holding that. Though. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. So I don't know if that's necessary. All right, fair enough. Um. The next one here I have. Victor allowed himself to breath again. Uh, well, that's it's, good. It's just, it, it means it, it just needs an E. So it says Victor allowed himself to breathe again. 
Yeah, I stumbled over that, but for some reason, I'm like, that's right. I'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually the end of my, my grammar acquisition. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. Hi. Let's see here. My uh, grammar issue um, is with acronyms. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Okay, I, I know which one. I think I know what you're referencing. Okay. Yeah, th- there's one that I have no idea what it stands <laughs> for, and it's MIS. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what that was. It was like the... And the yeah, quote is, he'd stay over here in MIS. And ah, so MIS is a place? Like, what? Yeah, like, I, yeah, like, I was thinking, like, <laughs> is it, like, MIT? Like, the, like, no, that's not, it can't be it. Like, it's, um, well, f- when that first came up, I was also confused, so I Googled it. And it's management information like standards or system or something uh, like that. It's oh, okay. basically he's working in a building that deals with the um like I don't know, like management and shit for the hospital, I believe. Yeah. But then later on it said um it called it something else. Yeah. They hang on. Oh, where the hell is it? Yes. I know pulled up the story itself. Uh oh, IT industry. Um, Memorial Information Services. Oh, M- Memorial Information Services. That's MIS. Yes. Okay. Well, it really should have said that first. <laughs> like, uh, given given us the name, like the, what what the acronym was first <laughs> before showing it earlier, <laughs> or like showing it after the fact. Yes. Because I was definitely left like wondering that for like until I just ignored it afterward. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm sure. Make a note. Maybe ask Mikey during the recording, like if he knows gets this. <laughs> Yeah, it strip says like when referring to um what they're wearing, it says their badges oh. may have read Sweetbrook Memorial Information Services, but their paychecks read New Asylum uh, Elysium Technology. Yeah. 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 Which brings me to my next acronym NEATS N E T S. Which uh, is which, New Asylum Technology Solutions. Yeah. But the the thing is, like they only use the acronym once yeah so why yeah. not just spell it down again <laughs> exactly yeah Yeah. if they're going to say it repeatedly then yeah you would go yeah. new elysium technologies solutions then in brackets put nets signifying you're going to be See, saying this a lot <laughs> i was the, i was the dumb one today and i was like i didn't even like i was like where the fuck are all these acronyms come from i don't know what like like what is what I, nets. I thought okay. you were be like where the hell did they get all these nets? Are they going fishing? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's like I, I figured like nets is like all right. That's got to be some kind of like IT term that I'm sure Mikey will get. I'll ask okay. him later. <laughs> and and now that you guys are pointing, I'm actually kind of kind of like disappointed in myself that you, that you guys are pointing out it's like oh yeah, reference like memorial <laughs> instead like memorial uh information whatever services. information services and like new Elys- nets is new Elysium technology services like god damn it. <laughs> It's fine. I have derped on many occasions. You're allowed yeah. to derp. Also, now that I'm like I'm looking at the pages and seeing like where the like uh uh seeing the the 
uh, the spots where like they're they're thinking and some of that, like Mary would be getting off work right now. It's and if she's pulled a night shift, and yeah, I would not like. I'm just I'm just now realizing they're italics because they kind of bl- like the italics on this page kind of blend in. They're the worst. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> so so bad. Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm. I'll, I'll grant it because I I copied the story over to a Google Doc to to read and take notes. That will hurt. That part of it is on me. But reading the story now, like or look skimming through the story now and looking on the Iker Falls website, those italics are still shitty. <laughs> mm. So And it's not I'm not even gonna blame the font that they chose because ninety-nine percent of the fonts out there have shitty italics because they barely skew it. Yeah. So yeah. Long okay. story short, people stop writing stories with italics and <laughs> Yeah, find other ways of quoting of quotations and, and quoting things. Brackets Use quote or marks. bold or or quote marks like the, not the single quote uh, quote notation, yeah. not not the, I, not the I, double quotations. Yeah, I don't think that's like grammatically correct to do that, but I personally love the idea of going single quotes for thoughts and double quotes for you actually saying it. But <laughs> uh, Mikey, <laughs> you you can continue. <laughs> No, we're gonna talk for another <laughs> ten minutes on this. All right, or let me get let me get the soapbox out. Just yeah, dusted off, dusted off right now. No, it's fine. Property of Doctor Leviathan. <laughs> we still have his. Apparently. But uh, yeah. Next thing here is a uh, conjunction junction. All right, and next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But there was really no one else. It was illuminated by Mary's photo. It was the first photo he snapped on the phone. She had just woken up from a nap. It was damp with cool condensation from the mist hanging in the air. It always amazed Victor the only place he'd ever actually seen the cliché Indian systems admin was here in the falls of all places. It always surprised people to find out that there even was an IT industry in Iker Falls, or rather, the hole in the wall. It was... (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> that <laughs> the way you like the, how fast you like did those two sentences really like yeah. kind of made it all one sentence. So it's like the nickname for Iker Falls is the is hole, the hole in, the in the wall. wall. Yeah. yeah. It was burdened by an array of brown bottles ranging in all sizes. It was black and damp inside. It felt like hours before he heard the footsteps catch up. It's been a long time since basic training. It chirped again, and the screen went black. It's just the way of the world. Finn. Wow. I don't... Like, not, like half the story was just, like, removed from that... <laughs> from that, that, uh... That version. <laughs> The first 10 lines of what you said were all sounding like they were descriptors for the photo that was on yeah. the uh, on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then when, when we, 
you referred to uh, Icar Falls as the hole in the wall, and then it's strewn about with like bottles everywhere. It's like the whole place, the whole town. I mean, yeah, it's the bottle city. It's the bottle yeah. city of the U.S. Mm. <laughs> There's just a lot of bottling company, uh, bottling factories in Icar Falls. It seems like it. For those unaware. Mikey does these things to highlight all the sentences that start with words they shouldn't, like it's ands or buts. Indeed. And strings them together into a story for occasionally hilarious results. Like, it came at them at full force. <laughs> mm-hmm. When referring to a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Or Icker Falls, otherwise known as a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is kind of a hole in the wall town. A little bit. That's the end of my grammar acquisition. All right. On to Gamer. Okay, my go. So this first one is just kind of like a blanket statement to Icker Falls in general, like the website, I guess. Um, For some reason, this is the first time I've noticed that the titles on Icker Falls stories aren't capitalized, ever. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I kind of know why. I think it might be because... Hang on, hang on, because Victoria is... And the song, in, wait, hang on. No, it's not. Click on it. Interesting. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. So, yeah, on the actual submitted website, like, you're right. Like, every time, like, every article, like, it's like the Cedar, the Cedar Cove experiment, Victorians. However, in recent posts, like, on the sidebar, everything's italicized, including Victoria. No, capitalized, not italics. Sorry, sorry, that's what I'm saying. Italics, yeah, they're evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, I meant capitalized. Yeah, like the Cedar yeah, Cove. They're capitalized there, Victoria. but when yeah. you click on them, the story at the or the title at the top of the page is never, is never, you got me saying almost, is never capitalized. And it's also a hyperlink green, so it pops. Agreed. And I'm fine with that. I don't know why. And I think the reason that I'm just noticing this now is because they got capital also, V. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if it's like, there's just the way that the website's set up, it can't do caps in anything that's a link? Maybe. But then again, the recent Wait, posts, those are all yeah, links. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're, 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 your theory is null and void. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's just an aesthetic thing. I don't know. It seems weird, though. Indeed. But uh, so yeah. I will. I will digress. <laughs> okay. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. You you really hated to be the one to do this. Period. But there was really no one else. Period. So very simple. Swap that period to a comma. Yep. And you're done. <laughs> The first period, rather. No, both of them. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, Make it exactly. all one long sentence. <laughs> Do it. Um, okay, this next one, this is still pretty early on. Uh, early on as in, like, literally the next line uh, from the start of the sentence, or the start of the story. It's a new paragraph, and it says, those servers needed rebooting, comma, and that's all there was to it, Period. End of paragraph, going down to the next paragraph. I, I don't see why this had to be tabbed out on its own. Like Maybe it has some huge significance later on. Spoilers, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Also, like, the servers is capitalized there for some reason? Uh, I can see, like, yeah, they sometimes they sometimes capitalize that because it's, uh, it's a location, specifically. Um, also, maybe, if this was, this, this kind of reads like a thought that, that Victor is having, so should it not be italicized so that it's, it's, 
<laughs> like that's another awesome way to do this. If they had all the like, thoughts tabbed out on their own line and italicized, then you might yeah. catch them. But yeah, when exactly. it's blended in with the rest of the paragraph. <clears throat> okay, I'm not going to talk about italics anymore unless I have okay. notes about italics, which I don't think I do. <laughs> okay. Next uh, next next comment, italicized. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um that just kind of like a lot of these paragraphs, they're tabbed out weirdly like that. Like there's a, a sentence that's pulled out for no real apparent reason that I can see. Yeah. And I was very confused by that. Uh, next one. Soon the servers would uh, drone into the back just as white noise, period. Now the tune of John Denver's Country Roads, that was a sound he could never ignore. Random. True, but random. However, like the next sentence, which is the next paragraph, because it tabs down, because why would it be connected to this? Um, he's basically saying that his ringtone was that song. Yeah. Mary was calling him, but because the paragraph ended, I thought this thought ended, and everything to do with this thought ended. It was going to go on to something else, but nope. Yeah, those two, those definitely should be two paragraphs. Like those two paragraphs should be one. Yeah, like now the tune of John Denver's "Country Roads." That was a sound he could never ignore because it was ringing on his phone right now. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it's like as a call this- came in from yeah. Mary. Yeah, yeah, like that makes sense that that would be the same paragraph, but for some reason they've separated it. Hmm. Because, yeah, I just ran as, read it as a random fact <laughs> instead yeah. of actual world building. Like, there is actually, like, I'm reading, like, that farther down, and there is actually one where that's, like, there is actually just a random fact. It's, like, the real issue here is that prior to 1998, Sweetbrook had no record. <laughs> yes. Like, that, that that actually, I think, fits as, like, a, like a, 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 a relevant but random information <laughs> between yes. paragraphs. It's still so. a relevant factoid instead of just... This song I can never ignore. Anyways, yeah, it's not being played or nothing. I just, by the way, I like that. Yeah. So this next one, there's been multiple cases of this happening so far, but this one really tripped me up the most, so I wanted to point it out. I think I may have dipped into this accidentally in my previous uh, note, but whatever. I'm reading it anyways. But they didn't have to look very hard to find Victor, period. He'd always been there, period, with one big exception, Exception. period. End of paragraph, starting new paragraph. Nets contracted uh, full-time to Sweetbrook and the Mines, period. They always caught people by surprise. Victor guessed that when people pictured coal miners, they still pictured burly men with pickaxes attacking a steam or a seam. Yeah. Is is that the right word for that? It doesn't matter. Seam, a seam of yeah, yeah. A seam of uh, coal illuminated by a tiny dripping candle in front of the heart, their heart. At period, new paragraph. They let themselves in through the back, or rather, the hole in the wall. They just park a the truck there. Blah 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 blah. So this whole story is broken up into small paragraphs, regardless if there's any subject change or change or scene change or anything like that. Yeah. So the story has conditioned me to stay in the same scene even if the paragraph changes by this point so when it said they let themselves in through the back i thought it was still talking about like the nets talking about how like they snuck into the scene the easy way or something like to get the job here but no it's literally they snuck in the back door 
Love it. <laughs> yeah. Also, it says that Victor has always been here, but with one exception. But it doesn't say what that exception was. Wait, all. hang on, hang on a second. Hang on, what is that? Uh... <laughs> That's why I read the whole thing. Yeah. It always been there with one exception. NETS contact contracted full time to Sweetbrook in the mines. Blah 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 blah. Wait, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the hell is that even talking about? What does that even mean? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Unless. So I have a theory in my actual thoughts coming up. So, but I, I'll save it for now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm right for now, unless you break it. Maybe. We shall see. Which uh, actually segues nicely to my next uh, sentence I'm going to say. Means nothing. Period. I, I get one one bar tops by my tr- <laughs> by my desk. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just the way it read seemed weird. The way it actually read is means nothing. Period. And then I get one bar tops by my desk. I like, mean, I understand what he's bar top by his desk. Like, no, no, I remember bar. <laughs> He he gets one bar on his like I I it's it bar of like his uh his data or his his cell signal. His cell signal yeah yes I know because it's yeah. talking the cell phone before that but the way it reads isn't how you would say it the way I would say it is means nothing I get one bar tops by my desk like you yeah. kind of have to separate the tops or by either make- commaing it out or ellipses and then capitalize tops I would actually yeah I would say like not even ellipses just. Just do like I get one bar and then all caps tops. Yeah. By and then like maybe a comma and then by the, by my desk. Yes. For sure. Because otherwise he's saying I get one bar tops by my desk. Yeah. Uh, this next one is when they're in the uh, asylum and um, the meth skeleton uh, starts speaking. What are you doing in my house? came the voice, except it came out, my house. <laughs> my house. <laughs> so, um, I, I like that there's flavoring to this. I think it should be yeah. flipped, though, to lead the way it sounded. Because the way I first read it is just all of a sudden you hear, what are you doing in my house? Like, that's what I heard in my head first, and then yeah. it got corrected to my house. Yeah, then they added, like, the like, oh, you should, by the way, you should be, uh, reading the the meth heads uh, dialogue like like this <laughs> yeah and later on they don't correct his weird speeches at all mm-hmm. so this is a weird outlier it should just be said with he just, just has sporadic <laughs> he's a sporadic <laughs> like he's sporadic at like redneck accent mm-hmm. like otherwise he, he, comes speaks, and goes. Yeah, he speaks like perfectly normal otherwise but he just has like um like a speech impediment, like sort of like a speech impediment where he like, he, uh, it just suddenly goes redneck mm-hmm. <laughs> periodically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And my last one, there was a soft click and a sun blossomed in the center of the universe. Ramir and Victor held up their hands like they could hold back the floodlight if they just applied themselves. See, I fucking hate that line. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was being said at first. I had to read it a couple of times. So... <laughs> I understand okay. now, and yeah. I re- rewrote it. There's this is how I would write it personally. There's a soft click, and a sun blossomed in the center of the room, blinding them. As yeah, the, then, like say, then bring the floodlight up and say the flood. I, or hang on, I do it like this. There was a soft click in the sun, 
and a sun blossomed in the center of the room. A floodlight turned on, blinding them. Period. And then yeah. move on. Yeah, because as like honestly, like I read that three times because I was like, did a, did somebody just get shot? Because <laughs> uh. a soft click and a and a sun blossomed in the in the room. It's like so that to me that like that doesn't I, at first I didn't I didn't go flashlight until like four or five like reads through and then I kept reading. Yeah. It. Oh, okay. Because I I read that as like soft click and then a, and then a uh, um uh, and then a, a sun blossomed muscle flash, into, yeah. a muscle flash. Yeah, exactly. The way yeah. I thought of it was like one of them snapped his fingers and then he spawned a sun in the middle of the room to like cook them. <laughs> like he stirred like, a lizard. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, they disturbed a meth wizard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, Meth Wizard is is the is the name of my 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 sky my high school grunge band. Of course. <laughs> oh. uh, and one more thing about that: um, applied themselves as italicized. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking serious. <laughs> I said I didn't want to talk about it anymore, Mikey. God damn it! <laughs> it is. I. <laughs> Why? <laughs> where where is this? I'm trying to find it. The search for applied themselves. That's the only time it says it. It's right above got a fancy laptop. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, okay, hang on. Um there's a soft click and the sun blossomed in the center of the of the universe. Like what the fuck? Yeah, the a universe little, is too, the thing that made it a little so weird. Too, okay, whoever whoever wrote this, a little too purple pro there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if if universe was switched to room, it'd be way easier to understand. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and also, like for me, again, like I think the reason, like yeah, like and a, and a sun uh, blossom at the center of the universe, that might as like to me that like for some reason that doesn't speak of like a, a flashlight going on. It means a gun has just like ended a life, <laughs> like Ramir and Victor are dead mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from a gunshot. <laughs> um, but Ramir and Victor held up their hands like they could hold back the floodlight if they just applied themselves. So it's oh, okay. So maybe it's it, they use the italics. For another reason than it has been previous in the story, and that is to emphasize something. But it's like, the fuck? Which I believe, like, like we okay. literally just had a conversation like last week about how like an italics is is good for emphasis in when used properly. This is not how you use italics properly. It would be if there wasn't also thoughts being done yeah, with if italics. There, yeah, if, if the thoughts were, were done thoughts, in single quotes, then yes. Okay, so we're gonna we are gonna talk about Talix again because like <laughs> I, I, I read earlier, where is it? Where's the part with the MacGyver? Yeah, so it's um it says like the other on the instrument blah, blah, MacGyver in which is in italics in green, not in italics. Then in italics again, seriously spelled it wrong to boot. So we have italics being used as like to to notate that there is a the, like a transcription of graffiti. Yes. Then we have in the next sentence. <laughs> Uh, italics being used to denote thought process, like personalized thought process. And, and you can't a, tell the difference. Yeah. What's wrong? And, with then, you? and then a couple of page, a couple of paragraphs later, we have um, applied themselves in italics to denote an emphasis of like if they just applied themselves, they could do this thing. Yeah, it's like fuck off. <laughs> Do not use italics. This like for use it, if you're going to use italics, at, le- at least use it for one meaning in your entire story, not three different re- ways. Yeah, there's you can do underlines, there's bold and italics, and you can do combinations of them. Like you just laid out three different ways that they used italics. 
Yeah. If they just swapped one of them to underline, one of them to bold, and one of them to italics, you'd be able to know just exactly. right away what each one is, just based on how they're using each. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is just a for, this is this is actually very appropriate for grammar position because this is a seriously a grammar formatting thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to the story before we entered grammar inquisition, by the way. <laughs> oh, <dare you. laughs> well, I'm glad we're ruining it for you. Anyways, yeah. that's the end of my grammar in yellow. All right. On to actual thoughts. His chest heaved. What the hell are you doing? Pulling this kind of shit. It's been a long time since desert storm. Who are you kidding? It's been a long time since basic training. You are an engineer in Canada for fuck's sakes. Okay, so I know this was meant to be dramatic. Like he's like like because his, his Ramir just died and such, and he just pulled off that and he pulled off a, a stunt that got may have probably gotten Ramir killed. Like that was the reason. But a part of me couldn't help but like see this somewhat comedically. <laughs> like he's just co- now confessing that he's a poser American. <laughs> like he's actually a yeah. Canadian with like uh, a green card or something <laughs> or like a dual citizen. No, he's saying he was stationed in Canada. Like I know, but or something. I, I just it's like it's just like this. I'm like it's been a long time since there's a storm. Oh, what am I kidding? It's been a long time since basic training. Oh, what the fuck am I kidding? I'm Canadian, not American. <laughs> I'm not even in the army. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know it's supposed to be dramatic, and I took it that way. But I also like part of me was just like chuckling because it was like cause mainly because of the engineer in Canada part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it didn't help that you referred to. Um his best friend being murdered as being turned into a Pez dispenser right before that. <laughs> that did not help. Yeah. Uh, God. I will give this story this much. It has some very fun, if very morbid and dark uh, descriptors. Mm. Like, and I, I think I mentioned one later in one of my, uh, my notes here, but I will, I will move on. Um, <clears throat> he surged forward. Didn't know how long he had before the meth circled back around. That haunted little slice of Palin's real America. Honestly, so so this like this this so I'm using the sentence as an example, but there's, there's a bunch of other examples in the story uh, for this. But honestly, with all the little nods to dark Americana, like the building's racy, shady, grim history, the urban decay of it, like with the graffiti and all that stuff, the racist meth meth head rednecks. I, I really feel like the title for the story could have just been called American Horror Story. <laughs> like, this felt very much like a, a horror story that was emphasizing, like, American horror, like, modern American horror. Um, just, like, given, like, all the different, like, you've got, like, a very traditional American horror setting, like an asylum in the middle of, like, in the middle of West Virginia. You've got an antagonizing force, a bunch of redneck meth heads that are completely racist towards anybody that's not white um and then it just goes on and, and like it keeps going like they're they're on atvs and they've got guns and like it's it's just america the horror story <laughs> um like we're going to use this before and this is even before we get to like you know the creature that pops up at the end um but like, were I going to use this as game fodder, like even before the ending of the story, I'd probably use uh, a Dirty World, which is a noir thriller style RPG that you can totally use for mundane horror. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all, I don't want to say cliche, but cliche stuff that's been done and 
everyone knows that it's stereotypical America yeah. horror kind of deal. Yeah, but I, I feel like the story just kind of di- like dives just headlong into them, so it, it like sort of like embraces it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, like, I think I don't think it's a bad thing that they use these tropes. I think uh, because they're embracing it so much, it like they're they're pouring it on like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Another yeah. American euphemism. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I think I think it's 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 very much hammers like the horror of America <laughs> nowadays. Um. So I, I do actually kind of give the story credit for like making this this horror story in Icker Falls, uh, a town in West Virginia, a haunted town in West Virginia, be all about America and its terribleness, <laughs> um, and then slap an, a, a supernatural thing right at the end. <laughs> uh, but I will get back to more on that in a second. Uh, I will move on to my next comment here, which is uh, during the like the dream sequence, we get this this line. When he when he falls into the water and the cold water like seizes him and stuff like that, um, then like those Christmas shoppers dumped from the silver bridge, the cold seized him. And to this, I like I read that as like, oh shit, they're they're referencing another American like Americana reference, like a, a historical American like tragedy. Um, I did have to Google to make sure, but I recognized the silver bridge collapse of 1967 in Point Pleasant, which is. 20 minutes drive from Icker Falls, according to Google Maps. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I think we've, met, we've referenced this before, because it, Point Pleasant is also... And the reason why I know about the Silver Bridge collapse is because it's also been associated with sightings of the Mothman in Point Pleasant. Yeah. Um, like, there are some people that think that like the Mothman was like a harbinger of that tragedy, uh, because it was seen like flying over the, the bridge as it collapsed and, or something like that. Um, yeah, that's his MO, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's supposed to be like a harbinger of uh, like a foreteller of doom. Like when he appears, something mm-hmm. bad's going to happen. Um, at least in some theories. But uh, yeah, no, I, I liked that kind of nod of like like uh, to another like horror again, another terrible thing in American history <laughs> was the the Silver Bridge. Like the fact that it just like it like just like those Christmas shoppers dumped into the uh, dumped from the Silver Bridge, the cold seized him. It's like, yeah, because it was, I think it was also in December when that bridge collapsed. So the Ohio River would have been f- like ice cold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, not not like it, it's a bit morbid, but it was like, again, we're, we're talking about horror stories. Shit's going to get dark. So I, and I appreciate the, the dark um, uh, analogs that they're using and like the dark um, wording that they're used in the story. So. I thought they were referencing something that was in lore of Icker Falls and not a real thing. Nope. Um, and again, like later on, he he's like wandering through this through the uh, the Stillwood, trying to get to I think it's Road seventy six or something like that. Um, and he's like worried, like he's like flailing his his hands over to like try and get attention. And he's like worried that somebody's gonna like think him he's like another Mothman sighting or something because they're they're he's. He oh, was also talking about like being very like he could have walked through the Stillwood and made his way into Point Pleasant, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, like again, I Google mapped it because somebody has strangely enough put a marker where Icker Falls is supposed to be on the along the Ohio River, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it it is like not even a twenty minute drive from Icker Falls to uh, to Point Pleasant, just slightly north of uh, up the Ohio River. Um, so it's it's cool that this 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 little fictional haunted town has these little roots that people give it in both stories and like in on Google maps <laughs> to put it somewhere close to another town that is embraced a creepy side of it. Like point pleasant has embraced the Mothman 
sightings and stuff like that in their businesses and tourism. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost wonder now, like uh, if Icker Falls, Oh, I just realized I could go to Icker Falls next year. Like, I'm going to be driving to Point Pleasant at uh, uh, some point next year, hopefully, <laughs> with some buddies. Oh, so I might actually try and convince them. like, hey, I've, uh, so it's just like 20 minutes outside of, of Point Pleasant. You guys want to go to Icker, where Icker Falls is supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Uh, moving on to my, my next comment. Um, he descended into the black as smoothly as a knife through your best friend's throat. That's just a really, again, morbid, but it's just a really cool turn of phrase and, and very appropriate given what happens to poor Ramir. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving on to my last actual thought, but it's a doozy. Victor propped himself up on one palm and one elbow and caught himself laughing too. The men stopped. They didn't get the joke. He heard all over as he staggered to his feet, and still he laughed. You missed, Victor laughed, and dabbed his finger against his oozing wound. Another slug tore through him. Victor flew backwards and landed on his ass. He laughed even more. Like many of the creeks running through the Stillwood, this one was fed by the Ohio. The Methnecks plunged up to the ankles in their filthy boots. Now they were in his domain. And then later, it's like in her domain um, as the, uh, the creature bubbles up out of the water and like sort of springs her a trap. Uh, that being Mary, as it, we find out. And like, honestly, I, I, I was expecting some kind of supernatural end or like ending revelation thing here to happen, like something. At least I, I maybe like because otherwise this would have been the, the I think one of the most mundane horror stories I've read in, set in Nicker Falls. <laughs> just like yeah, for sure, bunch of meth heads just kill a couple of uh, survey guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, especially since we go into like the the still like he he ventures into the Stillwood. It's like ah oh, well this wow we're getting a lot of Stillwood uh, King uh love here apparently. Um, but then we then we get the the ending of this story where. Mary is revealed to be the titular Rusulka, um, or rather a Rusulka. Like, so in, the title is spelled R A S U L K A, um, but Rusulka, R U S A L K A, which they can they can be inter inter, um, like they can replace one another. Like they are like they're just different uh, different w- ways of say of spelling the same word, but a Rusulka. Um, I, I, I knew rough, like vaguely of them beforehand, but I, I double checked on, on Wikipedia and stuff of like that to, to make sure I had the, the right of it in, there's many legends of it, but the Rusulka are a Slavic river or forest mermaid, essentially. Um, and not a, not a nice kind in most cases, like they reside in rivers and ponds, uh, and they lure men to them like seductively and then drown them <laughs> though, though sometimes they mate and marry them. So um, so this is basically a, a pararomantic buddy horror, <laughs> as it turns out. Like it's just sort of like at the very end, it pulls this sort of thing. Um, I guess because it seemed like like right at the it end, like they're not really talking though. So I don't know how buddy buddy they are. <laughs> well, no, because it seemed like like Victor was in on this. Like he he, it's almost like he lured the, or he like happened to lure the uh, the. Uh, the, the meth heads into this area um, either advertently or inadvertently. 
Now, the, the, the problem with the story is that it's sort of too disjointed in some parts. And this is where it kind of like loses me a, a few times where it's like, was this all planned? Because it didn't sort of lead. There was no real hints to it, um, except for some things that I started picking up after I read the story. And while I was uh, and also like while I was reading the story, it's like, well, that's something weird that he'd say. Like, what what, what the hell does he mean by that? But then at the end of the story, when we get this part, this revelation that like Mary is a Rasulka and has appeared and basically the, to deal with the, uh, the the meth heads that are about to kill Victor. We, I, it got me wondering, um, is Victor himself one of the potential creatures or an undead servitor of Mary? Um, so I've got a couple of quotes <laughs> to, to back my theory. <laughs> um, so I'll have to pass. My heart will always belong to Mary. That's what he says at the beginning of the story and could, be a ro- could just be a romantic metaphor of like a heartbroken man. Or perhaps a hint of necromantic nature. <laughs> um, I'll continue. Uh, can't blame him. I'd rather have Mary rip out my heart again. Again? Again, perhaps another metaphor of, of romance. Or not. <laughs> perhaps Mary has all, like literally ripped out his heart. Um... And then another another one that kind of felt weird to me when he, when he said it. This is what crying would feel like. Why would you not know how to cry? Um, while well, he's in the um, in the munitions thing and kind of like feeling down on himself, he just sort of like this is what it, what crying would feel like. I was like, it seemed like really weird that he'd say that. I took that one as basically he's a badass soldierman and <laughs> he doesn't cry. He's a yeah. man, a man yeah. don't cry. Yeah, see, that's that's what I was like. Personally, like at the time, I I waved it off. I was like, that's probably what that means. But then at the end, I was like, did it mean something more? Like, and then mm-hmm. the other thing that kind of got me was uh, a black rose blossomed over his chest, and this is like when his like when the the first the first uh, bolt or bullet hit, uh, went through him, and then he like gets up afterward, like while he's laughing, and like dabs the wound. Is like you missed. But it was like it, it, it blossomed over his chest, and it's black. It's like, why was it black? Maybe, maybe just the lighting of the scene, or maybe he's not entirely human. Yeah, like, like if if it's kind of like dark out, and yeah, you're wet from being in the water and shit. If you get shot, it's not going to be like bright red bleeding through your shirt. It's going to come out like a darkish color. Yeah, exactly. So the whole like. But like black rose and all that. That's and it's considering there was a, a universe that opened up in the center of the, <laughs> I, yeah. know, the sun I, I, yeah. opened in the universe earlier. That's in the what center I of the universe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and I get that. Yeah. And but like at the same time, it's like um also like him getting up and like still laughing and then like getting blown in like blown apart like uh, blown away again by by uh, like to, uh, by a bullet to the chest. Um and still laughing, and then like you're in her in my domain, you're in his domain now. Wait, no, and then and then Mary shows up, or more specifically, you're in her domain now, as Mary shows up behind them, and it was just like, okay, so again, this is just sort of like a like a, a weird theory that kind of popped in my head after after getting that that revelation at the end that like Mary was actually a creature and he lured them out here uh, in his escape, but it was just like. So, so like 
there's little bits of the story that like kind of read weird when I first read them. And then like at the end is like, it kind of had me thinking now is he like, cause he, cause he was, he was apparently in on this. Is, is he not more than human as well? Because like, again, he got shot twice and was still laughing and like getting up and stuff. So. It could be uh, terrible shots and not they could anything also vital. Yeah. Or they could be shooting like him with like birdshot or a twenty-two. Yeah. Or they could have just like shot him straight through the chest and like like he doesn't uh, but because he doesn't have a heart anymore, because Mary like supernaturally pulled it out. <laughs> um like it 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 went to where his his uh, his heart would have been, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, the scene isn't really described well enough to know yeah. all these specifics to know whether or not it's one way or the other because yeah it could just be there are superficial wounds they're not really deep didn't hit anything super important or something magical like what you're saying yeah the other issue i have with the story is like i really like the ending like the way the way it's the way it turns out because fuck these meth heads they need to die <laughs> like rest in peace ramir these assholes deserve what they're getting from being attacked by like getting basically um entrapped by by the merry monster. I mean she didn't even do anything. They could have just ran away. They could have <laughs> just got I, on I, their I, TVs I, and got away for all you know. <laughs> that okay, yeah. Yes, they, that could have happened. However, the way the the story uh says it at the end, there's always a bigger fish and these these guys were about to find out like the big fish usually eat the smaller fish in the pond. Like mm-hmm. IE Mary's about to kill these fucking racist um meth heads. <laughs> um Cut to the next story, which has the meth heads as the heroes. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't need it. Yeah, not my America, <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, that would be the worst. That would be like the worst. Like, yeah, the best slash worst thing to yeah. do. I mean, yeah, it would be like an interesting. Like, okay, well, you know what? I commend you for breaking expectation, but that was a stu- That was a dumb breaking of expectation. <laughs> <laughs> because to me personally, I think it was more it's more cathartic if these racist assholes get their due <laughs> oh, yeah. at the end of the story. Um but again, like that kind of like satisfying like feeling I got from the ending of like, oh yeah, these guys are gonna get it was kind of partially pulled away from me because the story's sort of disjointed in 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 parts. Like again, because of how it doesn't transition properly between like certain scenes and stuff like that. And even like the monster Mary, like we really like I, I I did just bring up a bunch of like lines and, and like quotes in this from the story that might be interpreted as like Mary or or maybe Victor talking about like talking about him not possibly not being human or what have you. But it also kind of comes out of the blue at the end. Like this was like the first draft of somebody writing this kind of story, and. They haven't worked out all the all the, uh, the the they haven't smoothed out all the wrinkles in the plot. Well, I mean, of course, it comes out of the blue. She comes out of the water right there. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> she comes out of the black. Of the, <laughs> you son of a fucking bitch! Fucking kill you. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, like it, like it, it comes out kind of like out of nowhere, like it, like just this this last paragraph, like up until this last paragraph or or two. This story could have was completely horror mundane, like mundane horror. Mm. 
Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. My note on this starts with ending is straight out of left town. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I'm conflicted because I liked the ending. It, it gave me a nice con- kind of like conclusive feeling. However, I feel like it needs to be more refined. This, I think the way it's, it's, it's presented, it feels very early concept. Like I, I understand what they're trying to do here, but the execution's not perfect. Um, like there's definitely some missing holes here that we need to like fill in with some, uh, some, some, some proper like segues and such. Yeah. Well, uh, to me, it seemed like they had the ending thought up in advance because of the name of the story. Yeah. Um, so they sprinkled stuff in the beginning and then a very small amount throughout and then at the end it's just bam there it is and yeah. it's like okay well the majority of the story isn't about her <laughs> yeah it's i mean it is about her but it's like indirectly about her because he's talking about her incessantly throughout the story um mm-hmm. and he, she's always on his mind like again even the dream sequence could just be a fucking dream sequence because he tripped on a chain (laughs) like and he's aware that it's a dream so he's like it's being narrated as if it's just a regular like just a dream that he had Uh, and again he's in icker falls so they have like a timber industry they they have they like people know about the history of the timber industry in in icker falls and like the coal industry and all that stuff so and they're just north of 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 point pleasant on the ohio river so like it makes sense if he's a local that he'd have some of that kind of stuff in his head, or maybe it's just Icker Falls just implanting that into his dreams to show like kind of like maybe like when people dream in Icker Falls, they dream of its history. <laughs> um, but again, it could still just be perfectly mundane or like at the very least not actively supernatural. Perhaps simply passively supernatural. But it also it, it kind of makes sense in regards to mary's nature because it's about about drowning people in the in the ohio river and it does reference that all the creeks in the stillwood lead up to the ohio river so i guess mary is a a rasulka that resides in the ohio river and as a result also all the creeks within the stillwood and around icker falls but it, it's still kind of it's still kind of sketchy like like you said he they dot a, a bunch of information they, they might have had a lot more information or they might have had like a plan or some ideas, some plot ideas that they wanted to put into the story, mm-hmm. but they haven't elaborated or like they haven't fleshed it out or uh, or like trimmed and and refined the story to kind of flow with that, or like to kind of like flow in in and around that stuff. So it sort of just kind of clunkily hits them <laughs> as the as it goes. To use a, a river metaphor, it's just sort of like some rocks were just dumped into the uh, into the river and aren't like exactly like fixing the rivers like flow and such but um yeah that's my that's my actual thoughts uh unless you guys have something more about that no (laughs) okay (laughs) yes and no i've been chiming in with stuff okay well i mean if you have more to talk about it like we can i'll get to it in my own notes it's fine okay okay um but yeah that's my actual thoughts so mikey the stands for evil all right um my biggest issue uh, with this story is the transition, as we yep. mentioned earlier in the grammar. Yeah. Um, and the 
lack of description. Like, they throw things out there, and then it's not fully described. Um, and where it really hits is uh, the quote here. They turned on their heels back towards the staircase. A grinning skull stood in their way. Like, yeah. that... <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, yeah. Like, it's a good visual. Like, I could see, like... That in a movie, like they turn around and there's like a like a, a, a skull like face in the like in the darkness, but then it needs to explain why that's not a supernatural element. Because at the first at, at the first you're just like, and here's the, where the pin drops and there's something supernatural happening. But then it's just meth heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I th- think it's like it's described as a skull because when you see it just quickly, he straight up looks like a skeleton because how pale and gaunt he is. Yeah, no, for exactly. a split second, you're like, "Ah, oh, it's a skeleton." No, no, it's a dude. Yeah, but I think I don't. I don't think like I it, like I did read this yesterday, but I don't think there is actually a transitionary thing in the, between, like the skull appearing and then it kind of being known that they're meth heads, <laughs> or they just they just say they're meth heads. It's like, oh, okay, but like I feel like there should be a little bit more descript- like Mikey's saying. I think there should be a little bit more descriptor in the middle there to reveal that he had like a like a, a flashlight on him, so he looked even more like just like it was just showing spotlighting his face. In the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next and- line is him asking, "What are you doing in my house?" And then it says, "An age-beaten hand scratched a stubbly face." Yeah, which messed with my head cannon because it goes from a grinning skull to a skull with a stubbly face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a skull is a bone. If you're seeing bone, you're not seeing skin. So. Yeah, so just, there needs to be something there to, like, clarify. No, not a skull, just a very, like, sunken face. Yeah. How about a grinning skull-like face? That would have been better. Just dash-like is all you need. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of these are, uh, he's like a skeleton. Yeah. Would have been a lot better than saying meth skeleton. I I'm gonna fight you on that. But... Meth skeleton to me initially meant a skeleton made out of meth. <laughs> See, that, that, if you take it literally, sure. But like when I read that, like meth skeleton, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because there, like, it's, it's a he's a meth addict who's taken so many drugs that he's become like a skeleton. Like he's like he it show it's it's describing what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I also just really like that, like that between meth skeleton and meth neck, <laughs> like yeah. they're just like really morbid and dark, but great, like just descriptors for like a meth addict uh, yeah. antagonist. Yeah. So it, yeah, and then later it goes on saying the skeleton shrugged, and it's like, ah. <laughs> well, they have to refer to him as something. They're not going to ask him what his name is. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, but. They should have continued with the meth skeleton or something, not just... They could have also just been, like, druggy. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Anyway. Yeah. But basically, the issue is, because of the transition not working out the greatest and the description not being there, uh, I ended up just being overly confused the first time I read through this section. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the section that says Ramirez crumpled body, 
I was like, wait, did something happen to Ramirez? And I had to go back. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Same. Actually, yeah, I think all three of us now like had a had a situation there where it's like, wait, Ramirez died? <laughs> you didn't Fuck. mention that in I your did, notes? I did I did mention he died in the in the rundown. Um, no, I, did, I mean in your notes you didn't mention the fact that you didn't notice he died. No, I like I mean I got they died. Like I, I just like I didn't mention it in my notes. That, like, you I just didn't get... said I, that you were I... surprised that he died, that you missed that he died. You just said that. The first time Did I, I read it, you? I missed that he... No, the first time I... The first time I read it, I missed that he... Like, I had to re... I had to double take, because, like, wait, he died? Yes, which but sounds I didn't. I, I, and I, I did... just asked... Yeah, okay, I, did, I didn't put it in my notes, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm surprised you didn't make a note of it, that's all. All right, well, I didn't. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so... Basically, for me, when that happened, I was like, okay, something's not right. I'm just going to stop reading for today and come back to it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I eventually, because I slept on it, was able to piece things together and continue reading. So, uh, and that takes me to um, my next quote here. Um. Victor tumbled over a root or downed branch on the ground, and his hands ran over a white dome, an igloo. An igloo in the middle of the forest. And then it describes, and then it, describes it, but just that visual of a snowy igloo for that split second before I get the description that it's a bunker. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a dome shaped shelter in the ground. Yeah, and that's a better description than igloo. Okay, igloo <laughs> might be a military term for like the hatch on a bunker or something. I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> not not to keep fighting you. I don't mean to actually do that, but you should. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So my my issue there is that there's better descriptions. Like Cultus just pointed out, a domed bunker in a forest is a much better description than an igloo. <laughs> Definition of the term igloo space per official documentation of the United States Department of Defense. Yep. <laughs> igloo space, area in an earth-covered structure of concrete and or steel designed to store ammunition and explosives. <laughs> So it is com, military, a dome shaped building for the storage of rockets or other munitions. Yeah. yeah, so it is actually a term, Mikey, for for the for the munitions uh, storage units that they they had all across like West Virginia. Like again, the, the one of the one of the theories for the Mothman is that because they have these kind of like munition plane uh, like munition storage units like from World War One and Two in all a like, dotting in the woods of West Virginia. To kind of conceal them from from enemy uh, spies and stuff like that, um, and because they were there and they'd like they've been left there for like for decades, there's people that think that the Mothman is a, is the result of mutation as a res- from like the chemicals and stuff that were stored in these these uh, bunker things, these uh, igloo spaces. But um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it, uh, so, sorry, Mikey, it does say that <laughs> it is actually a military term. <laughs> What I don't get is, like, is it a bunker where just, like, it's all underground, or is it a giant over, like, on-the-ground bunker? 
No, yeah, it's it's not an underground thing. It's on the ground. It's like a giant earthen structure. How did like he a, trip like, on a giant structure then? He tripped on a, on a root and then like landed like on like through the mist because he can't see because of all the mist and fog. And so he tripped on the root or branch, which I honestly think you should just choose one or the other. Not his hands ran ran yeah. over a white dome. Yeah, his hands ran over. So it, like he like went to trip and rather than fall onto the ground completely, he fell onto the wall of this thing that was concealed in the mist. Yes, when I visualized yeah. <laughs> he ran his hands over a white dome, it was like basically the size of like a manhole cover of oh, a dome. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's not what I visualized, but <laughs> which also was kind of just or uh, hammered home even more because it said like he went into the bunker. So I imagine okay, he lifted it up and he climbed down the the ladder into the bunker and closed it over his head. It's like a hatch. That's I what that I assumed. Just, yeah, I I just saw that he like opened the latch and went in through the side of the igloo <laughs> and closed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we can all agree that the story's uh, not greatest like is a little bit disjoint disjointed in terms of like how it is is telling the story yeah i think your yeah. visualization of the bunker is correct now that i'm rereading it it said he pushed it open and threw his body against the other side closing it hard yeah. it'd be hard to throw your body up yeah close well, it because also I, pushing up opens it not closes it <laughs> well i think it's just because i have like not experience with them but i like again like because I looked up stuff for the Mothman uh, in my youth, I knew that they those, those I knew what those munition sh- uh, sh- uh, Hudson shelters looked like. Yeah. So <laughs> I had I had I had a pre-existing visual. <laughs> yeah, I just imagined it like a uh, survival bunker. Yeah. Either way, mm. Mikey. <laughs> yeah. So, so either way, I still don't like the use of igloo. That's fair. I agree. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of my actual thought. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, early on, it says, his thumb hovering over the big red decline button, he walked over the window behind his desk, the phone reported no bars, and the call disconnected. So, just, like, this is my first read-through. I sure hope there's a reason that he's avoiding what I assume is his wife slash fiance at this point. Otherwise, yeah. he's kind of painting himself to be a jerk, because he had bars where he was sitting at his desk. And then he walked And it seems like the... he seeked out a spot with bad reception so he could just say that he lost connection. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just weirdly set up like that. Well, and it does later go on to, like, again, before the monster reveal, <laughs> it does go on to say that, like, she, like, ripped out his heart. So, like, there, there's obviously some kind of breakup situation going on. Oh, Which also throws in a hamper at the end because, like, why did she come and protect him if they broke up? Why did yeah. he just get eaten yeah. by the by her <laughs> if she was yeah. indeed the monster? Anyway, yeah. Right from Jump Street, I'm just confused. Yeah, basically, yeah, is what that note is. Actually, um, you bring up a point that I actually have another actual thought. Okay. Okay. Uh, in regards to the uh, signal chasing, like. It it doesn't make sense to me why they're going into the abandoned building and checking for signal. Yeah, I have a note on that. I actually I had a note and I for some reason it wasn't in my note, but I just remembered I did put one down about the I all the IT slang. It's like should check in with Mikey about how accurate this IT stuff all is in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah, later on. I'll let I'll let you continue, Mikey. But later on my note on this is uh no bars, Victor said. He clipped his cell phone back onto his belt. For a moment, the screen illuminated uh, 
Jenny stilled my wood and still wood and blue. And then it goes on the next line down. Well, we gave it our best. Next line down means nothing. I get blah, 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 blah. And my note is basically like, what is it that they're getting paid to check out the cell reception? I thought they were doing a survey of the site. Yeah. yeah. I assume it's just meant to show how Ramir just wants to go. Like his, him saying, well, I guess we did our best. We're leaving. It yeah. seems like that's all they're there for, as you were saying, Mikey. Yeah. And um, the whole bringing out the laptop and uh, bringing out a Linksys box, um, the thought process is if it's a cell phone type box, it has the same technology as their cell phones. If it's checking for Wi-Fi signal, because it's a Wi-Fi antenna, that's a slightly different story. But why are they checking to see if there's Wi-Fi that can be connected in an abandoned building? In a building that's been abandoned since 1998, I think, is what it yeah. was? Or, yeah. I don't think it's Wi-Fi. Mainly because, well, I don't know when Wi-Fi was they could... first a thing. Yeah. But one of them has a freaking pager. So yeah. that kind of dates it right there. I, I also wonder, it's like maybe they were looking for, like they, maybe they were testing, like they were surveying the site to see where was the strongest signal within the building. Maybe? Yeah. Like but that's yeah, possibly. Because again, like... Just for I, like cell I was, reception? Yeah, because I mean, again, this sort of bringing me back to like uh, the Liz 4 story we wrote, read a couple um, weeks ago, where mm-hmm. it's like a survey team going to a decommissioned bunker or like base. And then this group is like going to this base, and I was like, "Why?" So they're 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 going in to survey this place for the company to re- for, so the company can renovate it, but they're sending IT guys in <laughs> to survey. It's like, are, th- yeah, are they before sur- they like clean everything out and make sure it's not hostile? Yeah, like why would they send the IT guys in? Uh, so, like my best guess is that like they're just testing, they're they're surveying the um the building to see where the best like internet, like where the best connection strength is. There's like some of the walls maybe are blocking signals, sort of thing. But like it just seems really weird otherwise. Yeah, yeah. it's like well, without their survey, they don't know if they're gonna bother putting money and sending guys in to clear the place out. Yeah, I guess. But, but the thing is. All they have to do is walk around the outside of the building to check the signal. And then they well, know if they're getting signal to the building. <laughs> no, but I it, think it's more no, along the lines of whether or not they have signal in the building. Yeah. yeah. If there's but, walls and structure and stuff that's interfering with shit so much that they can't like set up their, their stuff properly inside. But it, it sounds like they don't even really have signal outside. No, not really. Yeah, well, because it's Dick or False. <laughs> yeah. So if they don't have signal outside, where's the likelihood they're going to have signal inside? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Although maybe that is also why the company wanted to check. It's like, well, we better be. I mean, Dick or False sucks as a. I don't know why we have such a high IT industry in Dick or False ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially given how, like, how, how shoddy the connections are in this town. But uh, mm-hmm. might as well send these guys in to uh, see if they can find, make sure there's no, like, some. Uh, steel beams or like conger or like a uh, brick and mortar walls that are, are blocking signal even more than than the regular town <laughs> it just it seems kind of weird yeah. yeah 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 it 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 just seems like it doesn't make sense to me yeah mm-hmm. so i guess new i guess we can say, safely say that the uh the new elysium uh technologies company um 
is is based out of uh, Derpland. Yeah, <laughs> state of Derpland. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and yeah, continue on, Game Neo. Yes. Okay, I'll digress. So this next one, um, I'm just gonna read, and just reading this the first time, uh, it made me realize how much you could change a sentence just by adding a word. Uh, this is when he's leaning out the window, seeing the hospital through the mist in the distance. He rested his uh, forehead on the window pane. It was damp with cool condensation from the mist hanging in the air. He almost wished he could stay here forever. Opening his eyes, he can almost make out the distant lines of Sweet Brook Hospital and a wraith in the distance. Pretty casual about your ghost sightings these days, eh? <laughs> yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I added in an yeah. and because it just said oh. Sweet Hospital, a wraith in the distance. If well, you add okay, and that, in there, then all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what was, that was confusing. Because wait, it doesn't say and a wraith. Because <laughs> it's, it's denoting that, like, the in the mists, like, the outline, like, he can just make out the outline of the building aside from, like, the light on, like, the one part of the tower or whatever. So it's just, like, this ghostly image in the fog, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it is poetic, it is metaphorical. <laughs> Indeed. That's why I tried to lead this one by saying you could change a sentence a lot by adding one word. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then this, these next two are sort of semi, well, they're blanket statements to the story itself. How the location, the location changed a lot, me reading it, like me trying to get in the headspace of where the hell they are, just like in Mm -hmm. the start of it. Uh, Because it starts out with me assuming that he's in an office building or something, or maybe at home because it says desk and that's about it. Yeah. And then it says, this was his lighthouse. So I'm like, okay, I assumed he's in a lighthouse no. now. Mm-hmm. No, and then no, the, no. the next <laughs> yeah. sentence said, if he ventured too close, he'd wreck himself on the dock. So I'm like, okay, he's in a boat now. All right. <laughs> and then it's, a few sentences later, it says his office was on the upper floor of what used to be Halleck Mayer department stores. I'm like, okay. Um, it's I guess Halleck that's Meyer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it. He, yeah, the, the, it doesn't help that the story tries to be poetic in in, in flowery descriptions because the he's referencing when he's referencing the lighthouse and like getting too close, like it's emotional, like kind of lighthouse because he can see the lights. Uh, the only thing he can see from the uh, the Sweetwater or uh, Sweetwater is it Sweetbrook uh, Hospital is the light on the top of where the helipad is. And like he's like thinking about it's like my lighthouse, like because uh, and and because Mary works there, uh, emotionally, if he gets too close, he's just going to get hurt or wrecked again. Like it's yeah, like him attempting to go there, he could get wrecked just before he even gets there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I get him, it, but he, yeah, it it is a symbol. It's symbolism, but it's like almost like for for some people, it's almost too flowery. <laughs> like if yeah, like, they take it too literal, there needs to be a freaking. If there was already a description of where the hell he is, then fine, because you can. I already know he's there for sure. But it's there's so many like I assume he's here. Maybe he's here now because it, it's not giving me anything that's rooting me down in the in the position of where and he then, is. It's just anywhere. Like six paragraphs down, it says that he is. His office is on the upper floor of what used to be Haleg Meyer Department Store. <laughs> yeah, if it led with that, that'd be great. Yeah. But yep. it, it ended with that. <laughs> yeah. So I was just confused the entire time. Okay, fair enough. 
Just swapping through dimensions. He's in an office building. He's in a lighthouse. Now he's on a boat. Now he's in a. I'm on a horse. On, his, now his, his office is, is on the second floor of a department store. Mm-hmm. I'm on a horse. What kind of what kind of department store? It could be like a department store warehouse sort of thing, like like a like like a uh, food land or like a home hardware sort of thing where like they have that, that small second floor sort of area where all like the managerial stuff goes, or it could be a literally just a second, like a two story building, like uh, in a downtown area, mm. <laughs> like, an old, which is probably what I'm expecting more. It's like one of those like old, sh- old like um, old uh, town, like shops. That's two stories. Pretty much. But again, who knows? Because it's, it's Icar false. <laughs> mm-hmm. The mist confuses landscapes. Maybe, maybe he has. He was on all of those things. Because yeah, again, he's just swapping through dimensions. Yeah, because it's sick or false. Mm-hmm. Then my next blanket statement to the story is, uh, in regards to his relationship to Mary, seemed to changed a lot. Like when yeah. reading, because at first he was like reluctant to pick the phone up, rubbing like the band on his finger. Which makes me assume wife slash fiance because I yeah. read band. It yeah. said pale, but I read that as like a silver wedding band. No, it's it's the because that's the what it's space. called a band. I know, I know. that okay, in okay, okay. I, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes. I know that by the end when I'm doing my notes, I'm telling you how I'm reading it as I'm reading. Okay. It. So, I, early on, I assumed it was a wedding band because it said it's still a, a pale band on his finger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make me assume that okay, it's a wife or a fiance. And then his friend, right after that, told him, like, to do some like dating with him. Yeah, and dating he's saying at like, no, yeah, and he's saying that no, my heart always belongs to Mary. So it, the line "my heart will always belong to Mary" almost sounds like she straight up died because he's not mad or nothing. So I thought that she died at that point. But yeah. then later, he says he'd rather have Mary rip his heart out again, which sounds like she cheated on him or something. So now he's angry at her, but she's still yeah, alive now. Like yeah. Just, uh... It's interesting because, like, I, I interpret it. It seems like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect, right? Like, interpreting this kind of bu- this bullshit uh, in writing. But I, I got it. Like, I collected the, uh, the, the, the information in the story and got it. Like, all right, so... He's having some troubles with his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife because of the 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 band on his his uh his reluctance to talk to her on the phone, the the band like like he's looking at the the pale band on his on his finger so he used to have a ring on it but he no longer does, and he's talking about like how his heart will always belong to Mary so like he still has feelings for her but the, clearly he was on it, clearly it was her that um that uh, broke up with him sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's like that's where the troubles has like that's where I was collecting the information for for that, um, but again I, it's interesting that like we like how how different our views are or like how different we correlate information from a story. <laughs> I just read it as is. That's fair, yeah. I and because nothing is said clearly, I have to make assumptions on things, and because mm-hmm. I'm making assumptions based on it, these flowery lighthouse. And galaxy, universe, sun descriptions. It's kind of hard to lock down what's going on. It's it's because you don't look too deep into things. <laughs> Apparently, and I mean that that's that's a that's a blessing and a curse sometimes. <laughs> yeah, to take things at face value, <laughs> but either way, yes. Moving on. Next one is just 
there's way too many places and businesses listed in this story. It's like really overwhelming. I started listing them until I got like tired of listing them. There's the office that he has over Malig Mayor Department Store. Malig Meyer Department Store. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Sweetbrook Hospital, yeah. Amherst Mental Hospital, New Haven Rest Home, Sweetbrook Memorial Information Services, New Asylum Technology Solutions, the New Asylum Group, Icker Falls High, the Amherst uh, Industrial School for Colored Boys, the Silver Bridge. These are all places that are you, listed you in this. One. Which one did I miss? Sharkies. Ah, fuck. <laughs> it's a, it's, I, which I'm guessing is a, is a karaoke bar in town. <laughs> yeah, like there's all this world building, but like two of them are used <laughs> yeah yeah i i really do feel like i mean like again it gives more depth to the the, the world of vicar falls but um the story is about them the, really at the core of the story it's like kind of my rundown he's having some troubles he decides to break those troubles by doing his actual job and going and surveying this site with his fr- with his with his employer with his fellow employee they run into trouble at the site they do not really leave the site. They go into the woods around the site, but they never actually leave that area. They never really go to anywhere else in Icker Falls. It's just most of the stuff happens at uh, their office for a few scenes, then the asylum for a few scenes, then the for- then the Stillwood for a few scenes. There's only three yeah. locations they visit. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a wealth of uh, different buildings and factions and stuff that's going on. And- There's just and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you because I love the, the, the those name drops because they build the world around this story. <laughs> but yes. I will admit they have no bearing on this story other than to be name drops and like references to Icker Falls. Like where does it end, you know? Is it like we, is he gonna start listing there's there's the old blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like we do okay, no so thrills. we so we just can't be happy apparently because like we bitch about Icker Falls stories when they don't have any connection to the Icker Falls series or like mm. story. We get, we bitch about the Icker Falls stories when there's like a couple of, uh, a couple of nods to Icker Falls in the story. Like I think the last, like one of the last two uh, stories we just read. And then we get, we bitch about the Icker Falls stories <laughs> when there's a a gratuitous amount of Icker Falls locations mentioned and, and nods. Honestly, I only complain when there's none or too much. A happy medium is nice. I think nice. we bitched about the middle one. The, the I don't we, know which story you're talking about, honestly. I think it might have... Um, there was Wolves of the Stillwood or... Um, the... Um, no, we were bitching about the... Uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? The, the one with the whippoorwill guy. Is that the damp lady? The damp lady, yeah. Yeah, that one had no connection. The Wolves of Stillwood had some connection. This one has too much connection. Yeah. I didn't complain about the Wolves of Stillwood. If you guys you did, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I, it's been a week. I can't remember shit. It's a long time. I remember <laughs> liking it personally. Okay, well. Either way, there's too many freaking places in here. Long right. that's, that's the done. That's it. Okay, yeah, so it, moving on. I, I will say, actually, I think there is a little too much um, exposition in the story. On, yeah, there's a lot of uh, yeah. padding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, next one. I read this line earlier, but for a different context. He clipped his cell phone to his uh, belt. For a moment, the screen illuminated. Jenny stilled my wood and stilled wood and blue. Um, so, it took me a minute to understand what he was saying, because yeah. the last time that Victor took his phone out, he described what was on the screen. So, I thought he was saying that some song 
like that was yeah. called that was playing on his phone or a text came in that said that. But no, but, but he's just saying you, that the light from the cell phone lit up the wall next to it, which had but, the graffiti on it. Because you didn't see the italics of the, the denote that it was a a piece of graffiti. <laughs> yeah. You know, it I, wasn't tomahawked out or yeah. anything like that. It's like, just laid out in one line. Yeah. Like I'm pretty, I'm, 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 I'm joking with you there, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I read that at one point the same way. <laughs> like, like I thought it was a song. It's like, oh no, it's, it's, graf- it's, it's illuminating a graffiti, but there's no real differentiator oh. from the graffiti. So, but yeah, the, the first time his phone illuminate is uh, was illuminated by Mary's photo, so it's using illuminated two different ways so it makes you think that it that graffiti is on his phone like that's a lock screen basically it's like that the jenny stilled my wood in stillwood in blue is on his phone <laughs> it does it does sound like a song name and a and a and a, and a band name <laughs> like jenny stole my jenny stilled my wood in the stillwood by the blue <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it'd be even more confusing if there's a character in the scene named Jenny, as it could be the screen illuminated Jenny. God, <laughs> like every God. single instance of graffiti showing up in this is just done not in a very good anno- way. And it's such a it's so annoying because I like the graffiti, like I like that it's mentioned yes. in the story because it does visualize their surroundings. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not described very well. Yeah, it, or it no, it's not it formatted very well, too. But yeah, just description. But yeah, it's fine. Uh, moving on, let's talk about more graffiti, shall we? Um, one eye following the light, the other on their instruments. Period. MacGyver in green. Period. Seriously, he spelled the wrong to boot. So um, again, comment about graffiti again. But for. A second, I thought he was saying that they were like MacGyver, but they were just wearing green for some reason. Like, is he commenting on how shitty their instruments are? They're just kind of like MacGyvered together. Yeah. God damn it. Because I didn't know it was italics and it doesn't show up and there's no description for the graffiti. Yeah. It's annoying. I hate that you guys are making me hate this story. You're welcome. Well, one way that you can correct it, because I actually turned this into a grammar in yellow, I forgot. Uh, is like this. One eye following the light, passing over some green graffiti saying MacGyver, in quotes. Period. Seriously? Spelt it wrong to boot. Blah, 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 blah. Bam. Done. Mike dropped. <laughs> Mikey dropped. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> uh. Okay. I believe that's the last mention of graffiti, though, so I think we're goo. Okay. Now to talk about italics. Yeah. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this, next one. Uh, except the new Elysium Bulldozers unearthed a mass grave in 1995. The new Elysium Bulldozer sounds like a rad sports team, by the way. <laughs> it really does sound like uh, the new Elysium. Cause, well, because here's the other thing. So there's so there's different districts and neighborhoods in in Icar Falls. One of them is Elysium, so so it could be like the new Elysium bulldozers is the is the uh, is the, the the sports team of of that district of that neighborhood. It is now. <laughs> yeah, God, the new Elysium bulldozers. Hell yeah, going up against the uh, the Alethian or the the Alethia, uh, the new Alethia uh, angels. <laughs> there you go. 
make a whole freaking league. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it's a big old ball hockey tournament. Oh, that, I, that's I the next might, story right. that has to be put out now. Yeah, no, falls I, is some, I get like, weird, like mystical freaking sports ball game. Oh, oh, fall hockey tournament. Yeah, falls, <laughs> falls hockey tournament. Nice. God damn it! Oh yeah, I'm writing down notes. <laughs> you get all the weird creatures that are in Icker Falls to like behave for one day. To just right. play some ball hockey. <laughs> all right, next, next, next uh, Patreon episode of um, of Plot Growers. We're going to brainstorm an Icker Falls ball hockey story. <laughs> nice. All right, my next one. Uh, yeah. Ramir, Ramir dashed the dashed the spotlight around the room. The black fell away from the table like a cloak dropping to the floor. That's a cool way to say it. It is. That, that's all I wanted to say there. <laughs> that's neat. Yep. So we get to this part, which I've chimed in about. Uh, I was just reading normally, and then all of a sudden it says his heel slipped on the blood gouting from Ramir's crumpled body, and my response was, wait, Ramir got hit? When? <laughs> and I had to go back up and find it. And the, the line is, the vagrant glanced back for a second, and a silver crescent flared. Period. Ramir gurgled and stumbled forward. That was him dying. Yeah, yeah. Like... No, I, I just like how we keep kicking Ramir's corpse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But what I don't get is, like, how did they, like, first off, how did he do that? How did the freaking meth skeleton do this when Victor was holding a knife at his eye? Like, he has the speed, Victor has the speed and reflexes to steal the knife and hold it to his eye before he got to Ramir, but not enough speed to just poke him in the eye in the time so, that the guy raises a cleaver, the, steps forward, and attacks Ramir? There is consequence to this. So, first well, off, druggies don't sometimes don't have any like self-preservation inhibitions because of the, the drug use. So yes. he might have just done that out of rage, like, fuck you, I do what I want. And he did not, he did not exit that, that, uh, that whole thing, like un, unbleded. Uh, yes, he did. No, he, he didn't. He has, he, had, no, he missed, but he got a nick through his eyelid. It mentions the, uh, his eyelid did get nicked by the blade. The lanced eyelid. Yeah. Oh, but- Right yeah, before yeah, that, I said well, it missed, went right past his head. It missed his eyeball. It didn't miss, it, it still nicked okay. him. <laughs> now, the, the thing you have to realize is that it's talking about the vagrant and the meth skeleton, because there's two guys there. Yeah. So the vagrant is the one that goes after Ramir, and the meth skeleton is the one that Victor grabs. Okay. So Victor can't stop the vagrant from killing Ramir. do what he wants, yeah. Okay, then the problem was it just, it wasn't clear which guy was doing which, I guess. I don't know. It does yeah. say Vagrant, but I guess because they were both sort of the same, they kind of blended together into one person, sort of. Yeah, to be fair, I did think that the guy that um, that Victor had at knife point was the same guy who had the machete or uh, the, the cleaver ready to kill uh, Ramir. So. Oh, so he put a knife to the guy that wasn't armed. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I I didn't catch it either. Like I thought it was the I thought I thought the guy the one of the vagrants was just sitting in the uh, at, the, at the by the door or something like that, and it was the the skull guy that um that had the cleaver and was and then also had the knife to his eye and such, but apparently not. Okay, that makes more sense because yeah, I saw it like the guy's a character from a fighting game basically he just did a light punch to do a quick slice in like a fraction of a second, just like <laughs> yeah, but no. 
Okay, that's okay. That can be described better. Yeah. Like, just the whole way this went over, the death of a main character shouldn't be glanced over like this. I literally missed it. It was so subtle. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. yeah. In various capacities. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he gets into the bunker and it says the door popped open once he pulled his body from it. And I'm like, huh? Is the damn thing like spring loaded and he had to keep his body weight on to keep it shut? Yeah, I don't know what that meant either. <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird. Then we get into chapter three because they are chaptered out with numbers. Yeah, and, and... <laughs> you're the only one who's brought it up so far. <laughs> yeah, just one, two, three. Uh, I think it's four. It doesn't matter. No, I don't think there's yeah. one. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, I get through reading three, and then by the end it says it's all a dream, and I'm like, oh. It does not lead by saying it's a dream at all. Um, it does. Hang on. Uh, it does not. Uh, hang on, hang on. It does he not lead. It, up earlier. it does not say that it is. However, he does say something in the third paragraph. Um, the timber payload was en route to, to, to the steel mills in Pittsburgh. Victor knew... Oh, there was actually another sentence. Sorry. Victor knew this in the same way we all know our dreams. That's in the third paragraph. So you're a little confused at first, like what the fuck's going on, but then it does explain to you that this is a dream. That he's having. Yeah, but it's not saying he's in a dream. He's just saying he he knows this the way that you know it's, like, dreams you have. Not that I'm in a dream. I'm not... <laughs> it, it's, it's not saying it clearly, but it is saying it in the way that like you... like It is saying it there, but it's not saying it like adamantly. Anyways, okay. doesn't matter either way. It's <laughs> okay. confusing, regardless. It's a it's yes. a dream, apparently. Okay, fine, whatever. It made me mad. Um, <laughs> so then we move on to the next one. He wakes up like chained, but like in the igloo of the bunker now, and his back's wet. This so is, like, yeah, continue. Oh. No go. No, I was just I was like, this is what me and my uh, Mikey have been talking about with like the the transitions between things are very clunky. Is like. There's just things that are said in the story, but they don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm. it, it sounded like he got tripped by one of the meth heads, but then it turned out it was just a piece of chain that apparently tangled around his leg enough that he had to untangle it around over his leg. Like, it it felt, it sounded like it wrapped around his leg. <laughs> the way that I read it is he got out of the bunker, which mm-hmm. I assumed was a doomsday bunker in the ground that he yes. climbed out of. It doesn't matter. You're wrong, but yes. <laughs> I am wrong, but that's fine. He got out of that, started walking away, and the way it sounded was he hit a chain and it wrapped around his leg and pulled him up like a, a snare trap kind of deal. Yeah. Because it said like it pulled his leg out from under him. So I assumed it pulled him up and trapped him, which means the va- uh, meth heads caught him. And then since considering the next scene is him, quote unquote, waking up tied to a log, I assume they caught him, tied him a log, tied him to a log and threw him down the river. And then right after the whole river scene, he quote-unquote wakes up in a bunker, tied a little bit, and wet, which hammers home the fact that, yeah, he was actually in the water on some logs. No, it's like they put him through there just to like scare him and then knocked him out again and threw him in a bunker again somewhere else. Because he wakes up seeming like he doesn't know where he is anymore. Yes. It also does say Victor pulled himself upright his back drenched in the in stagnant water, so he was in a puddle when he woke up. Oh, regardless, <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree. Like it, it's it's very weird that like this chain is like 
I don't know what's what what's this what's the purpose of this chain and like like so wait was he was it a trap did he just cl- b- clumsily like fall into some chains and like trip and 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 get hit like I don't I, don't, I really, again like it's very muddled and confusing how, like between scenes in the story because his strip says it was a dream I'm assuming he was walking away. He tripped on the chains. He somehow ground, like yeah. turned his body and fell onto his back in a puddle, knocked himself yeah. out from his head hitting the ground because yeah. he's laying in a puddle with chains around his ankles. He dreamt that he is laying on wood going down the water and about to kill him. Oh yeah. And I get that part. My problem is like the chain, like, cause it sounded, it, it felt like it was supposed to be more than just like an accident. <laughs> But it, but it seems like they're just leaving it as an accident. <laughs> yeah, because I, I too thought it was more of a trap and not an accident at the start. But who fucking knows anymore? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're hitting that point in our review or in our discussion where it's like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he gets up, I, I said before, um, it seems like he doesn't really know where he is anymore. Almost like the vagrants took him to a different bunker. Which is what I assumed, considering he, I thought he was caught and not just yeah. tripped. But, so I don't understand why he's lost if he's literally right where he was when he woke up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's not, it's not described very well. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. And then my last one is basically just the endings out of Left Town. Uh, I think I get it now. Now that I had to think about it more by the end like rereading a couple times mm-hmm. and pretty much all the stuff you said before called this like Victor was talking about how Mary tore his heart out. I think she literally did. Um, that's why when the vagrant shot him, he was bleeding from his chest. He said, you missed because his physical heart is elsewhere locked in a box or something for all we know. Uh, yeah. Pulls, basically blood pulls doesn't necessarily <laughs> have to be actually black, but it could be black, but it's not described well enough to know. Yeah. Also, like, if he has all this, like, power and stuff, why has he been so weak and vulnerable until now? I, I Maybe because he's a servitor. To, he's he's just a servitor to a, a more powerful entity. Because, again, it's kind of weird. It's like, now they were in his domain. And then we get the paragraph of, of Mary, like, appearing, like, out of the bubble and stuff like that. And, like, and the, the hunters could only stare. And then it's like, a correction. This was her domain. But unlike these men, he was allowed here. So apparently, Mary and him are not on, uh, like, not on the mend, or not, or not, uh, not broken up, because, like, I, I don't know, like, it, it seems really weird, like, it, like you said, it came out, it comes out of Left Town, um, given like all the, like, like maybe if if it wasn't, if it didn't try and hammer home throughout the story that like they've broken up, um, or what have you, because it it seems like like with the band, like the little like the pale band on his finger, and like his uh, his his um. Uh, what's the word? His refusal um, to pick up the phone. Yeah, his ref- yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. His his refusal to pick up the phone after she's trying to call him. It just seems like. You know why- what it seems like? Hmm? It seems like the entire story, like, um, Ramir shouldn't have died where he died. He yeah. should have died at the end. Like this entire thing was, uh, was basically Victor tricking Ramir. By saying like, oh no, we've broken up. I don't want to talk to her anymore. And then all of a sudden, it's revealed that they're actually still a couple, and they enjoy murder now. And then they kill him. Like, yeah, like the ending is set up like it's a twist. Yeah, the ending is set up like it's a twist, even though it's not a twist. 
it's it's a twist that has no real there's not a lot of like hints to denote the twist like it's sort of an M Night Shyamalan twist. Uh, no. <laughs> um, um, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it. It's yeah. It's it's a it's a very like. At, at first, I liked it, and I like again. Like I like the comeuppance of the rednecks. Like the, they're assholes, so they they deserve to get what they're what's coming to them. But it's like the rest of the story just doesn't like mesh properly to try and get there. Yeah, that's like he's saying uh, you like uh, Jeff the Killer because the bullies get their comeuppance. And I mean, that's yeah, sure. Like, I like that. <laughs> I, I do like that part of, of Jeff the Killer. I just don't like Jeff the Killer all that much. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, correction. I don't like the stories that have been told of Jeff the Killer. The ones that are like really bad. Like there are we have we like Jeff the Killer does have some some good stories. Yes, and I apologize for saying his name. Please continue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, you'll get yours in January, sir. Uh. <laughs> um. But no, like my notice. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, um, I just need some. Uh, I need uh, January off, please. No. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm just agreeing with you, really. At this point, it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it sort of just comes out of left town. Um. And yeah. It, it, like I do agree. Like it almost seems like this should have been like a buddy horror in that like uh, they they lure Ramir out into the woods and to get eaten and then maybe maybe even have like that the the meth head hunters show up and complicate matters so they have to go deeper into the woods and it takes a little bit longer to get back to where they were planning on eating Ramir and then but that needs yeah. to be that needs to be brought up like like he's like Ramir <laughs> you think you're saved well this is actually all for you Ramir all for you or should i say correction all for her and then and then it cuts to black as she get as she starts eating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It could that have also had like like there's always bigger fish in the sea, like kind of thing. Like that that ending, like the the whole like metaphor of like there's always bigger fish in the pond and some of that, like because that's literally a, like a a common turn of phrase for like uh for like dating is like there's always bigger uh, fish in the sea, um. Like that, like that could have been like because he Ramir brings up the whole dating situation, like scene thing from earlier. So that could have been a nice kind of come around to uh, to this point, but we didn't get that. (laughs) The dating phases, there's plenty of fish in the. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she could have turned it around saying, "There's always a bigger fish, though." Yeah, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but there's also bigger fish in the sea. Well, no, the other phrase is there's always a bigger fish, which means, yeah. like, doesn't matter how bad badass the fish is, there's always a bigger one that'll eat it. Yeah, exactly. I love how, so, like, I think we've had, this is this is the first, I think, for our show, where you guys have given, uh, like, have, have it's, it's sort of a revelation, but it's more of a revelation of the story's bad. <laughs> and I shouldn't like it. Because <laughs> that's literally You're how I'm, like... you to like whatever you like. No, like, this, like, Literally through our conversation, this has literally been like my turnaround for this story. Like I was originally going to go in and say, like uh, for for my final thoughts, I was going to recommend this story because I liked how the, how the ending turned around. But the more I read it and the more we thought about it, it's like no, I really can't in good conscience say I fully recommend it. <laughs> so fair enough. Either way, that was the end of my my notes. All right, and much like this story, having very little in transition, we will move on to final thoughts. <laughs> Um, well, if that was the case, you wouldn't mention. You would just do it. <laughs> yeah, I would just say. Yeah, 
All right, so we're better than the story. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, no, I was I was originally going to like recommend it because again, I like I like what some I like what the core of the story is trying to do. I really do. Like I like things in the story. Like again, like the the antagonists in the story are hateable, absolutely hateable pieces of shit. And the ending gives me this kind of like, uh, not conclusive. Uh, this like, it gives me a satisfying end to them, <laughs> with like them falling into a trap of sorts. The problem is though, as we've been talking, is that that trap goes comes from nowhere. Like it just it just pops up. Like there's no real build up. Traps do though. I know, <laughs> but, traps yeah. are meant to be a surprise. <laughs> yes, but and like there that is sometimes how like mysteries like work in stories and how like traps and stuff, but it's also not a good way of like telling a story. <laughs> when mm. when you leave, suddenly your uh your your readers is left as um uh, in the dark as everybody else in the story and there doesn't seem to be any hints or clues that the that the person could like trail back to. Yeah. Um but yeah, like it just I like the dingy overall horror of the story, like the mundane horror of the story. Like again, like the antagonists are a good antagonists. They're good like monsters um as people. Um Rip Ramir, like he didn't deserve to die as early as he did. <laughs> And um, as stealthily as he did, yeah, as and as quickly, just as as nonchalantly as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like that. I like the like the setting. I like the dingy horror of Americana. Um, I like how the ending. Like I like what happens in the ending. I just wish there was more, like more built up to the like leading up to the ending. So I will I will partially recommend it, but that is the best I'm going to be able to give this story. Uh, it needs a lot more work on the story, like to kind of refine it and make it less like disjointed, which is what it really feels like in in several places. So that's my my final thoughts, Mikey. So my final thoughts here are: Rasulka uh, used skull and skeleton. It's super effective. Mikey is confused. Mikey hits himself. Ow! Uh, Rasulka used igloo in a forest. It's super effective. Mikey is still confused. Mikey hits himself. Ow! <laughs> uh, well, overall, I I really did not like the poor transitions and the lack of descriptions that were needed to make this a coherent piece. Yeah. So I, I can't recommend this. Right. Fair. And nice gamer. Pokemon references, Mr. Yeah, guy I, that doesn't have gamer in the name. Damn yeah. <laughs> I was also, I was, I was going to intercede early after is like, uh, uh, cultists and gamer use, uh, use, um, hypo spray of, of, uh, igloo as a, ter- as a military term. It's somewhat effective. <laughs> No, Colts is a gamer. Use educate. <laughs> yeah, use educate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for me, I can't really recommend it. Honestly, the whole story was confusing between the oddly broken up paragraphs, the lack of description when it matters, the focus on things that don't matter. Uh, I was stumbling over almost every paragraph while I was reading it. The whole creepy aspect of the story happens at the very end. Like, the whole story was leading up to it, but all the name-dropping and world-building it took to get there, did any of it really matter? 
Like Mary is the Rizalka here, yeah. She's defending her friend slash ex slash husband. I don't fucking know from these guys, sure. But the events of the story don't influence it at all. Yeah. Like, Ramir's yeah. death didn't cause this ending. Neither of them neither did them checking out the asylum. Victor could have just been taking a walk through the Stillwood and a couple of muggers jump him and the same thing would have happened. Honestly, you're right. Yeah, like Ramir, honestly, I was like, he was like, oh, hey, you want to, uh, I need to, need to, I think at the beginning, it's like, he, he needs like, he needs to like take his mind off something. So they could have just gone for a walk and they just happened to walk down a trail into the Stillwood and then bam, uh, Mary shows up <laughs> or yeah. they, or, uh, when they get, uh, when they get mugged or like, the, the, I think the big, the core problem with the story is that Mary is not a really a, like there, there's nothing there, there's nothing about Mary <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> until until the last fucking paragraph. Yeah, like there's literally like like she is just like his the the uh like she's mentioned throughout the story, but like in such a mundane way. That that has no like clue or lead up. Uh, like the dream kind of shows it a little bit, but like it's just a fucking dream. <laughs> exactly. So like there's yeah. no yeah, it's it really feels like it it because this, of this ending like monster revelation of Mary just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, if there's a reason for it and like it actually twisted the story a bit, cool, but it's just like I'm here as backup. Cool. <laughs> like yeah. the story isn't about her, it's about Victor. Like I, I kind of feel like so the pager part, like when when his pager goes off while he's running in the woods and he throws it. Um, it's it references that it's the hospital. It's not Mary. It's it's Sweetbrook Hospital is notifying them through the pager. But it's like I really feel like it should like his phone should have gone off. It's like Mary was trying to contact him again. Like maybe that would have given a little bit more. I don't know. Like man, like it it really is. I wanted to like the story, <laughs> but the more we talk about it, the more it's like I can't really like the story. <laughs> And again, I'm not trying to make you hate something that you enjoy. No, I, I, just, no, I get, this I get, is my yeah. thoughts. Yeah, and again, your like your 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 thoughts here are valid. Um, mm-hmm. And like again, they've changed my mind on the story. Like, I'm not just going to blanketly re- recommend the story. Like, I do. I'm I'm going to partially recommend it because of the core stuff here. It's just it's not it's not a a, a finished product in terms of um in terms of a story. Like, there needs to be some more editing to work to, like done to the story to like to make it more coherent and to make it flow better so that we actually maybe not see Mary like as a monster right off the go, but like at least give us some more hints, like kind of like, or give us some things that we can like think back on. I was like, Oh, that's what that meant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're again, there. It was a yeah. twist to kill his friend. Yeah. There's a reason for it, but there's no reason for anything. Yeah. Like, and again, like how up until the very last paragraph of the story, this, this almost felt like this was going to be the most mundane horror of the, of all of Vicar Falls. Like, yeah. White trash, redneck uh, meth heads are, are, are monsters. <laughs> yep. It's like, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, like the, the story name drops the Stillwood King. Like, yeah, you'd think you'd think it'd be like, oh well, gamers gotta like it. They name drop them, but it's done in such a way. You know, it's done in the way that you would name drop the Doom Slayer before saying that you're about to kick some ass. You know, like the Stillwood King isn't supposed to be this. Or sorry, is supposed to be this unkillable monster that you fear, not like an idol that you want to be like when you fucking grow up. 
You know what this That's is? How it's this said. is the fucking. This is the fucking uh, the kids who thought Slenderman was so awesome and lived in the woods and. They wanted to be his proxies. Like that's kind of what it felt like. A little, a little bit. bit, yeah. Like, and again, like I kind of liked it the way it was presented. The way I interpreted it is like, oh, this is cool. Like he's referencing, like that the people of of Vicar Falls have this legend in the Stillwood of the Stillwood King, like a boogeyman. So now he's trying, like he's like being chased and hunted by these assholes in the Stillwood. He's hoping, like he's kind of like on like a faint prayer. He's hoping that the Stillwood would show up and kill them. No, he's saying that like he's trying to. He wants be to be like the, Stillwood. Like the yeah. Stillwood King. He's not saying the Stillwood King's going to save me or nothing. As far as I can no, thought. no, but yeah, I, I kind of inter- I, I guess I interpret it a little bit differently, or maybe I went a little too far over the interpretation. But maybe I don't know. Yeah. I've been things have been going over my head all all recording. It seems. Yeah, it's entirely possible that I missed it. <laughs> but Where is it real quick? I just want to check it. Yeah, like he does say, like he he envisioned himself being the Stillwood King, um, stalking these people like every. Victor pretended he was the Stillwood King. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's, it's like, like he's a child. <laughs> so he's just like a again. It's exactly like those 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 idiot kids who thought like Slenderman would would uh, would uh, would take them into his house uh, if they killed their friends. Like it's like kind of a stupid childish thing like that. Yeah, and if the story was about. This guy who heard about the Stillwood King legend and he went in there to try to like see if he could become a proxy of him. And then what happened was Mary found him and like siren songed him. And now he's married slash ex married, <laughs> divorced from her now. Like, okay, if that's the story, but we're not told that story. Yeah. So I don't know where, again, something else coming from Left Town. Yeah. It's again, there's another reference. Like, I- this is kind of seems like an like I I took it initially as a positive, but I can see why you're like why it's negative or why there's so much that we're getting just hammered in with all these um references to to Icker Falls like to other Icker Falls things um that it's almost it almost kind of muddies the story itself because like we're introducing a new creature into Icker Falls lore. Um, mm-hmm. But they gave us a red herring in that the, they mentioned the Stillwood King, and we're in the Stillwood, so and it's like falls. So the Stillwood King is the main honcho, the head honcho of the Stillwood. <laughs> but yep. then Mary shows up out of the river, like in her Rasulka form. <laughs> so mm-hmm. also, like they're in the damn Stillwood right now. Yeah, and they're talking like they're from here. It's like if you're in the Stillwood, I don't think you're allowed passage in and out. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't, you mean like the meth heads, right? All of them. Well, no. Again, like with the way at the very end, like it's like a correction. I'm. Uh, this was her domain, but unlike these men, he was allowed here. That I think is mentioned like more like for some reason Victor knows that the that the creeks of the Stillwood are are Mary's domain, so he's allowed there because he's uh, he's he's with her. But again, the whole up until this point they were broken up or it was alluding to that. So it's just like, gotcha. Both you, both the audience and, 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 and the story. It's like, we're not broken up. We're still best buds. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. I don't fucking, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I want to like it, but yeah, there's so many ways it could have went. Like we talked about multiple ways. Yeah. You could go for it to be better. It's just, I don't know. Just the execution of it. I don't personally like it myself. Yeah. Which is a shame because it has some cool flowery 
uh, description yeah, has- of things that I really enjoyed. And like you said, the creatures are good. It's just the execution I can't recommend personally. Yeah. And and the reason and like all those things that we liked about the story is why I would partially recommend it. It's just because like everything else is kind of hurting the story, but there's still little bits of the story that I would I'd like some people to see. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But, but like the basis it's, it's of fun. the yeah, story yeah. is it's a it's like a a love story where like they're chased down by Hicks and one of them gets killed and the other one gets killed by the monster. Like it's such a a bare bones thing, you know, where it's like you could find five other stories that do the exact same thing. Yeah, but I read this story, so <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not gonna. Tra- you're not gonna change my mind on this part, but um, I'm not trying. Okay, so yeah, so one partial recommendation and two not recommendations because the story needs a lot of work <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to kind of bring up the high, the properly like bring up the things that it were good about it. So. Um, but that has been this week's episode. If you like what you heard or if you disagree with us, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, Icker Falls stories, spooky, spooky cryptids, and what have you. Uh, send them your Send us your emails and we'll add them to the roster to look over and discuss for the show. Uh, you can also send us messages on Twitter. Um, Mikey is at the East Sands for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W, because his name is very long. It is. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldenta Rigamortis and select the back you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content, uh, for our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. If we weren't listening to our show, it would be like speaking into the void. And even if you like, uh, okay, like this, like yes, we just we just shat on the story <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but if you weren't writing these stories and sharing them online. And and like, and and letting people read them and see them. Well, f- first, like that's the only really way to get better is to have like a, have people like look over your stuff. Yeah. Um. But also, like again, I st- like regardless of of whether or not I like or or hate a story, I still read it and I still in- enjoyed it in some capacity. Um. Even if I didn't if like the entirety of the story. Read, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, doesn't matter how good or bad a story. Like even. Like Spyro.exe, we shit on that one the most. I think there were still elements of it that are endearing. Like even the fact that it's bad is endearing to us, you know. Yeah, it's it's certainly memorable. Yeah, exactly. So, and constructive yeah. criticism is what we're always trying to bring to the table. We're not trying to just flatly just shit on it for the sake of shitting on it. No, because that's we're trying moves. to shit on it in specific. Uh, categories and keep all the shit sectioned out so you can clearly see how much shit is in each section. Exactly. I'm trying to make it work. It doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but no, again, like, honestly, thank you for, for writing these stories and posting online and and dealing with a couple of chuckle fucks who read it and, and discuss it for hours on end. <laughs> uh, thank you from my heart. <laughs> um, Only his, though. Yes. 
Oh, I've, I've ripped all. I've ripped theirs out. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These tens are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>